0: Welcome to 100 Stories of Hope, the podcast series with a slight challenge element in the fact that we're recording 100 stories over the bank holiday weekend for the Captain Tom 100 challenge. So my name's Anne Buckland, I'm your host, and today I'm joined with Roper, who is our, the Volunteer Recruitment Manager at Mercy Ships UK. Roper, how are you? I'm really well and really excited, Anne. Thank you
1: for for having me. <laughs>
0: Perfect. It's lovely to have you. Thank you for joining um, on this slightly crazy Mad Dash challenge. Um, So what what does hope mean to you?
1: Well, to me, hope, um, I guess it depends what it means for other people. But for me in particular, it has many different faces. Um, But the one thing I would say is that hope for me represents something that can be present even when things are bleak and even when things are scary and horrible. And for me, hope is sort of like that little glimmer um, that you hold on to, especially when sometimes you're a bit desperate or you don't really know what's going on. For me, hope is that thing that sort of ties everything together and gives you the kind of chance to, or the opportunity, something to look forward to and breathe and think, you know
0: what? One day it may get better. So can you share a story of where that you think um, epitomizes hope in your own life?
1: yeah um I have quite a few actually and when you asked me to think about this I thought oh um it was really challenging but um one story I guess yeah so one story um that goes back probably a good 15 16 years now um, I was just reflecting because I love to journal so um I was reflecting on kind of like a season probably over the space of 16 as I said years uh, when I realized that everyone in my close immediate family has had some kind of major health problem um honestly anything you can think of so if it's hard, Heart problems, we've seen it. Um, if it's you know cancer, we've seen it. If it's mental illness, we've seen it. And so I was just thinking about sort of, um, as you said, the question. You know, what does hope look like? And for me, hope is kind of like the opposite of the fluffy Pinteresty, you know, um, uh, kind of really nice uh, kind of calligraphic writing. You know, that's like you can look forward to tomorrow, things will get better. For me, hope is the thing that right in the midst of everything. When you've just found out, you know, a couple of days before Christmas that your mom's had a heart attack in like her early 40s. Or when you find out that your best friend, your sister, has been diagnosed with cancer. Or when you find out that your brother's got a really life-threatening mental illness. Like hope is the thing that keeps you going and you think, okay, I have no idea how we, I'm going to pull out of this, I have no idea how first of all, how things ever got this bad. But then secondly, I have no idea how I'm ever going to make it. Like the emotional, um, waves and so on that you feel, especially when you see someone close to you suffering, um, for me hope is sort of as i said just what kept me going and what made me think you know what there's probably a chance that things will get better at some point <laughs> in the future uh, and hope just just was that thing that as i said over the space of 15 16 years we've seen all sorts coming especially with my immediate family and being kind of on the sidelines of that it can be really tough and um even not knowing you know what to say like what do you say when someone close to you is suffering what what do you say when you're all going through this and you've never been given a, a handbook on how to deal with uh grief or stress or a uh, serious illness so as I said for me hope is just that tiny little glimmer right in the dirt of life it's not really the cute fluffy stuff but it's that thing that makes you think you know what we're going to get out of this at some point somehow um and yeah i guess that's one way that hope um uh kind of has presented itself or how how i think of hope in my own personal life
0: That's a really interesting analogy. I like that, but it's not the Pinterest look. You know, you see the Etsy shop's kind of version of Hope with a nice calligraphy and the lovely prints and this wonderful Hope word, all nice, clean and clear. I I quite like that it's in the mess. Um, Mm. That obviously sounds like a really challenging time for you. What did Hope feel like for you at that point? Um, Oh, the first word that comes to mind is Distant. Um, because as I
1: said, I think it's, especially when you're for example, I think everyone's been through some pretty hopeless situations in the last year alone, right? With COVID and with people losing their jobs and not being sure what's happening and losing family members. Um, for me, one word to describe it is distant, but it's not a negative distant. It's kind of like this idea of, oh I'm waking up today I have to get through this we have to get through this day um but it's just that thing that keeps you looking forward to the end of the day maybe it's you know like just being able to like cuddle up on the sofa next to your loved one or just appreciating the fact that you know you're able to enjoy the sunshine today or you just you it just kind of like um boils everything down to this small tiny little the little things that happen that that is just keep you going um so for me hope feels as I said distant but in a kind of comforting way like right now I'm holding on to something so far away it seems like it's a hundred meters away or a couple of kilometers away but I've got this tiny little glimpse of it and that's what's keeping me going that's the one thing that you know that gives me something to look forward to because without that honestly life can just pile all of this stuff on you and it can be really hard to kind of navigate your way through that.
0: That makes sense and got, as you quite rightly say this year people have had a phenomenal amount of things to deal with mm. um, there isn't a single person that hasn't been left un, unaffected by everything and I like your idea that, that hope is grit Mm-hmm. So it's there, yeah. kind of. It's tenacious and it sticks, and it's it's the last thing that stays. I know in my life we've had quite a journey that I'll probably share in a later podcast. But we had quite a journey, and through a really difficult season, I just had this still small voice in the back of my head going, "The last yeah. thing in the box was hope. The last thing yeah. in the box, was hope." And it, yeah, it really. Sometimes it does feel distant but you can cling on to it. and hundred percent, definitely. And I think the beautiful
1: part is then when you're able to then look back, you realise that actually you know like for example my family were much closer now like I was having a chat with my sister actually because she had kind of this cancer episode during the lockdown in fact um and I was saying to her like you know we relate differently now because she was saying to me you know I've never thought of my own mortality before and I was like I've never th- I've never imagined my life like without my sister there but the, the, the kind of honest conversations that we now have um you know like especially when you face like really kind of traumatic especially health issues mm-hmm. um it, at, at least in my experience it's kind of brought us together as a family like, we're now able to tell each other the truth and just value each other a lot more because it's like i've had to imagine life without you and every time i look at you now i appreciate you so much more so i totally agree it's that grit it's that perseverance that gets you through but then you're completely different on the other side of it because you know you can't be the same after you've gone through something really tough just like lockdowns and covid for example we're not got, we're not the same people that we were like a year ago um yes. you know when we first heard of, of rumors of this virus thing happening on the other side of the world um i mean relationships have been completely you know turned upside down but i think that's the beautiful part is that at the end of it when you do you know kind of like you know kind of like realize that thing you've been holding on to as you said when you've gone through the mud and the grit and the gravel and you're all scratched up the person that then stands up out of that completely different and I think that, that for me that's what hope that's kind of the point of it it's supposed to kind of refine you and and you know kind of sift you out and kind of get rid of all the faff and all the the nonsense so that you're just left standing so yeah completely agree with that analogy yeah
0: so, so just so I'm clear as well, just just tell me the story a bit. Your sister was diagnosed with cancer, but she's okay now? Or, but, but she's, in lockdown. she's okay now. Yeah, so this, so,
1: so, <laughs> as I said, this this is kind of um, the three uh, major people in my family. So within my family is my mom, my sister, me, and then my brother. So as I said, over the last kind of 15 years, it was my mom first. So she had a heart attack at the age of 42, which as you can imagine, came wow. out of nowhere. Um, yeah. And that's a whole story in and of itself. And then a, a few years down the line then, um, you know, my brother then suffered from really bad episodes of mental health, mm-hmm. um, really serious mental health, you know, which again, I'd never really considered mental health before I, I just thought that's probably something that other people deal with um and you know we went through the whole thing you know depression feeling suicidal and that sort of thing went through that whole episode which has lasted a few years and then most recently was my sister she had some health concerns over the over the years a few you know issues and complaints that sort of thing but actually she was diagnosed with cancer last year so she's now on a journey wow. of you know just making sure that she's okay they you know it, it, everything seems okay but even still that's you know yet, yet another example of just holding on to the hope that you know especially living in the uk right she has access to the best surgeons and i learned last year that as soon as you're diagnosed with any or if if there's even a hint of cancer then there's like a whole team of specialists that come to help you when they serve you you go through all the scans or the tests and you're a priority case so that in itself is like this is awesome like in as much as it's a really scary thing you also know that in the worst case scenario you do have the right experts kind of surrounding you so she's going through you know uh, kind of the rest of that journey now. Um, but yeah, just just very mind-blowing, um, crazy stuff that happens just in the area of health alone. But as I said, it, it, it definitely brings people closer and it brings you, when you go through some suffering together, on the other side of it is a whole um, much more close-knit um, group of relationships, at least in my experience.
0: Yeah, no, that absolutely makes sense. And definitely, if you've had to imagine a tomorrow without someone in mm-hmm. there, then I can imagine that you appreciate them so much more. Mm. Um, brilliant. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story, Roper. I know we're going to speak again, but um, thanks so much for spending your time with me today.